Hello and welcome to the Grassroots Coachcast episode 23. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. I'm Ben, hello. Today we're going to be talking about picking the team back up after a setback. The main concept of this podcast is to discuss coaching youth football or soccer at the grassroots level. Ben and I both coach under 11s teams. Ben coaches the boys and I coach the girls. Each week we'll look to choose a different topic to cover and discuss our experiences, both good and bad, and any advice that we may have. Ultimately, we're looking to get this content out there and hopefully help other people who are coaching at the grassroots level. And if you do enjoy the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast catcher of choice and drop us a five-star review. This really helps us to grow the show and brings more listeners in and more people that we can help. So Ben, let's get right into it then. So how's it been going and why are we going to talk about what we're going to talk about tonight? Uh, I've got no idea. Could it it be because it's quite prominent in my mind because we took a pasting today? maybe just coincidence um yeah so it's uh something that's kind of playing on my mind today and been thinking about and uh yeah we had a bit of a sobering chastening experience today and uh we lost 6-3 could have been more we could have had more but um yeah we saw a lot of um a lot of head heads dropping today and a performance that I really didn't see coming and a lot of basics going wrong, not being done right, um, which I kind of thought we'd got past. But, um, yeah, just a lot of really disappointing things, really. And I think the way the heads dropped, not from everybody, but just a few players, and you could tell they they almost they almost lost interest in the game, which I was really disappointed about. Um, and they just, I, I don't know, the, the, it was it was like... It, was like a, it would have been like a morgue, I guess. That's the only way I can describe it in terms of the sort of the interaction of the players. It just wasn't there. There was nothing. There was probably my captain was quite vocal, trying to G everybody up. And obviously, I was trying to do it. But I don't know. It, it, there was just a lack of character, I think, from a lot of the players. And we're quite a quiet team anyway. Um, and I think when things are going well, we play some really nice football um, and we're quite, quite easy on the eye. But I think the, the difficult stuff the out-of-possession stuff and the hard work and all that, it just wasn't there today. Um, so I've got a bit of a job to, A, get coaching and sort out the the flaws that we've obviously still got and, um, B, just try and get out of the players a little bit more in terms of some sort of spirit and character because it just it was quite alarming the way it just completely dissipated. And, we, you know, we, we kept going to the end and we, you know, it's not like we didn't attack and that sort of thing, but it was just so flat and it was almost like they were, they were well beaten before the end of the game and they didn't really believe they could get back into it. So, um, yeah, I've got, I've got a bit of work to do to, to try and get them back up, I suppose. Oh, Cause that's the, probably the, I would say that's apart from when we've played friendlies against other teams that are in much higher divisions than us, um, because it's good. I think it's good practice for the players. That's the first sort of league game, if you like, that we've actually taken a bit of a, it's not a hiding, but to concede six goals is, I don't think we've ever got near conceding that many goals before. So 
yeah, bit bit of a bit of a sobering day, really. So, so but you've been, you know, I mean, what we said off just before we started, you know, you your team's had some real beatings, so you you've probably got some real experience of this as well. Yeah, so I mean, just just on the point that you were mentioning before, hearing you describe your own team, it almost sounds like the Spurs of old. <laughs> <laughs> really good in possession, pretty quiet team. Not yeah. too great though at the out of possession stuff. So yeah. it sounds like Spurs of the of yeah. the nineties and two thousands, doesn't it? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, some of the some of the context to this. So we typically win and lose games in roughly equal measure. So we're proper mid table side. So we're we're bang in the middle. We're in the right league, if you like, you know, because yeah, yeah. if we if we were beating teams every week, well, we wouldn't really be developing. It wouldn't be too much of a challenge if we were getting beat every week. Well, that's that's just demoralizing. You'll never touch the ball. So the fact that we do, I genuinely look at that as a positive thing. Yeah. Now, we have had a, a few absolute pastings, though. So some of the... Uh, the 15 though, is that your worst? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, and they, even then, if there were to be more ruthless, you know, it, it could have been more. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so, so there's two or three teams, idea. yeah, that, that are just so far ahead of everyone else. It, it's, it's unreal. So I guess for us, getting that defeat, all right, at the time, it's not great. No one likes it. But I get the sense from from yourself it's more of a shock because you win a lot more games than you lose now this this sounds like a good team but yeah, but again do you, the, yeah yeah sorry come do you, i mean do you think you're in the right league yeah i mean to be for a bit of context uh we're in the middle of what they call festival fixtures at the moment so what they do they we're in a we're in a division but they for six weeks they play these festival fixtures and they mix you up with teams from either a division above and your own division or maybe the odd team from below. So the team we play today are actually in the division above us. So to, so I probably should, I've probably been a bit over the top in I've, I've just been a bit down on it today because of the what of what happened, but they are in a higher division. So there is a bit so we've got to sort of acknowledge that. Um and we did give, you know, we were always in the game apart from the last sort of 10 minutes really because we were only ever a goal behind. Well, sorry, we were I think we were 3-1, we got it back to 3-2. 4-2, got it back to 4-3. Then it was only towards the end they got a couple more goals. Um, and it, But even then we were pinning them in the last five minutes. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think it's just we are in the right division because I think that proved we're not quite ready to play upper division because the steps, when you get a little bit higher, the steps are a bit, that little bit harder because we've moved through the divisions from seven to four. And I think now that's where... The games we've played so far this season, we've we've won three and drawn one before today, so we've done all right. Um, and the games have been pretty close. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's the fact we lost. I just think it's the way we lost that I was uh, that I was really disappointed about. And it was just the it's just because we just didn't do the basic stuff, which is just almost like a you expect that as a given that you're going to do that stuff. Like I've said to you before, this. Like when players are attacking you, you dangle the leg out and they just walk, waltz past you for fun. It's just too easy. 
it was so easy for them today. It was kind of embarrassing at times. And it was it was just very basic defensive stuff that we're normally quite good at. And we do work on it and we go through it and, you know, jockey a player, keep them at arm's length, watch the ball. But the amount of people just sort of doing a half-hearted lunge and turning their back and it was just so easy for them to waltz through us. And, uh, and then a couple of players just didn't look interested. They were kind of distracted and not really watching the game while they were on the pitch and they they were just sort of waiting for the ball to come to them and not running towards the ball. And then they just, if they lost the ball, they just gave up. They didn't run after it. And I, it was quite quite surprising to me because we're not normally like that. But then, like you said, I think when you're winning games a lot and you're playing teams that are a little bit closer, you sort of get away with that stuff. And I think it just sort of highlighted that we're not ready to go to that next level because we don't, we haven't got the the right, I wouldn't say attitude, but I just think there's there there was part of it is attitude because I think you've got to be willing to really break your neck on the pitch because some some players do do that, but then it's noticeable the ones that don't. And I think you've all got to do that, and there's so many things we need to improve on. And I just think it just highlighted that yeah, we're in the right division. We don't we shouldn't be in the higher division because I think we'd struggle. Before we get into how to pick the team back up, because I think you need a bit picking up as well. <laughs> Oh, they, they need to pick you up first. <laughs> no, so after Liverpool lose, I sulk for a whole day. Then I'm, I'm like, nah, right, it's gone. Let's think positive. And then, you know, like I said, you know, we scored three goals. Could have had a lot more. One was a poor back pass from our defender, which nipped in, so that was avoidable. One was a penalty that was never a penalty. So you know, it could have been closer. So we've actually done well in a lot of parts of the game. We created some really good openings, but I think the frustrating thing for me is the same. Every week, it's the same flaws that keep cropping up that we try and work on. It's kind of like you feel sometimes like you're banging a head against a brick wall, like trying to get the players to communicate. You know, you try everything. You tried things in training to get them to talk, to talk. And they they go on the pitch and they're just like, they're so quiet. It's kind of like, guys, come on, you know. But Well, let, let's just, I, I'd just like to understand a bit of the game context. So, all the negative things around lack of concentration, not communicating, all of that stuff. Mm. Was that there from the first minute or was it, you know, as the goals started to go in at the wrong end, you know, all of the negative habits started mm. to get worse? Because it, it's it's quite often it's it spirals, doesn't it? Yeah. No, no, I think it was there straight away. It was weird because literally with our first attack, we got a corner and we scored from it. And then literally their first attack, they scored from. Then they scored from their second attack. And it was all straight away. You could see them just... And I'd said before the game, because we'd had a heads up because another one of our teams has already played them. And I said, they've got two or three players who are really, really good dribblers. And we've got to, you know, we've got to stick with them and not lunge in and all this. And, and straight away we were doing it. And there was just this sense of panic and you could see this panic just spread throughout the whole team in terms of the composure on the ball, not talking to each other and just rushing everything and lunging in and not staying on your feet and watching the ball. And it just, it was bizarre. It just all sort of fell apart. Then we got back into it and got our composure back. And like I said, every time we got back in the game, we did something daft straight away and and it went away from us again. Um, but it's all, you know, they, they'll learn from that. And it's a good. Yeah, the last game before that we won eight one, and it was pointless because you don't you don't learn anything, and it's just it's not that enjoyable watching your team give somebody an absolute hiding because you just think, and I think you know as a manager and a coach, I think well that's yeah it's great we've won the game, but I don't want to see us beating teams eight one because yeah yeah 
you don't learn anything. And, uh, you know, you can see the parents are loving it. And, oh, you know, that, that we're a really good team and all this. I'm thinking, yeah, we're a good team. But, you know, any that poor team getting a hide, that team's getting a hide in every week. And it's not fair for them. And it's not nice for them. And and today, just sort of put into context that, the, like I said, all those bad things that we, and we do them a lot. It's not just today. Um, like I said, I've said to you before, we're the, one of the quietest teams I've ever seen. We've got two or three who are very loud and vocal and encouraging, but the rest just, they don't call for the ball. They don't, it's it's really strange. I, I don't know why it is because they do it in training, but it's almost like when we get on the pitch, they just forget to communicate. It's really, really odd. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess. That's an ongoing problem. That's not just today. The, 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 I just think we got overwhelmed a bit with these two or three good players and we just couldn't handle them and we just, yeah, I think the midfield shape went a little bit as well, and that needs to be worked on. And um, you know, but we can, you know, it's all there are good signs there. I'm making it sound really doomy. I'm just, it's, I'm just doing that coaches thing because we lost. I'm, I feel quite responsible for how we did, and I made mistakes. I put players in certain areas of the pitch they probably shouldn't have been, and they struggled. So it's all, it's all learning for me as well. So I'm no expert, obviously. so i mean in terms of picking the players up so straight after the game what was that like what what happened yeah i called them all in and i said i said guys you know i said this is going to be a really good experience for you i said i said and i didn't want it to be all doomy so i said you know at the end of the day we've shot ourselves in the foot with the way we've approached the game and the way we've we've played on the pitch in in large parts of it because i said we've and I did point out the sort of things we'd done wrong. But I said also, I said, you know, you've played some really good stuff. You've created, you've scored three good goals. We could have had easily three or four more with the right decision, the right pass. So I said, you know, don't beat yourselves up. Get your heads up. We'll learn from it and we'll come back stronger. All that, you know, I was trying to be positive, but you know, I mean, it's, it's like a 12, it's 11, 11 year old boys. They're, they're not really interested in listening after a game like that. Um, so maybe I mean, and it's it's so tempting, isn't it? But and it's easy because I'm not on the front line there, you know, in your shoes when you're there. But I, I think it would have been an interesting thing to just ask them the questions. I did actually. I forgot to okay. say. I did, the first thing I did was say, right, guys, tell me what went wrong. What do you think? What did we see? I did do that. I, I yeah. often do that. I did that at half time as well. Um, and it was the right answers. It was like. You know, we 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 uh, we kept lunging in. We weren't we weren't jockeying them on the ball, and we weren't communicating all this. I'm like, that's great, and you're giving me the right answers. But it's I get those answers a lot whenever I say to them, if I even in training, if I stop training and say, right, what's going on here? What's happened? They'll give me the right answer. They'll tell me what's going wrong. But then they, but it's trying to get them to not do it the next time. That's the really hard part. Because it's, it, it's hard for them as well, though, isn't it? Of course it is. And you can see, I mean, I remember I used to play when I was that age, and you're trying to remember tactical stuff and where you should be on the pitch. It's hard because you, your instinct is to follow the ball. It just is. And, and you see it on the pitch, and you see them bunching, you see them gravitating towards the ball, even though you're saying, you know, you should be playing in this part of the pitch. Mm-hmm. And it was happening today. I had, I had one of my strikers playing in defence at one point. I had Elijah. Elijah was playing in defence at one point. He was supposed to be centre midfield, and I was like, "What? What? What are you doing there?" You know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a, it, and it's a lack of concentration. It's just getting overwhelmed and trying to get your breath back because the game's all frantic and you're getting overwhelmed and all this sort of stuff. So it's also the first 
year of of nine aside as well. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. And I think that's the like I said, that's the that's the biggest adjustment is is trying to keep. And it's hard for me as well trying to trying to adapt the formation and because sometimes you invariably we play a three four one. Sometimes you don't need three defenders because teams are leaving one striker up. So you make it more of a two four two. Um, I'm trying to get them to think, you know, when we're in possession, you can make it a two one sort of three two. One the defenders can push right up because we don't need three defenders in a row. The main problem today is we have three defenders in a row and nobody in front of them. There was like four or five just pushed up so far up that you almost had a three naught five formation. So of course, so every time there's a goal kick or a punt up field, it was like three on three, and their three their three up front was so good on the ball, it was just panic stations. And we were too slow getting back, and that's what. So there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of positional work that we'll work on. But like I said, yeah, it's nice style. We haven't had a lot of training sessions really because of all these school visits and people have been injured and away. So we haven't had a full quiet of players at training all season yet. So trying to work on all the stuff I want to work on with a thinner squad is difficult. So hopefully going forward, we'll have everybody there and we can really focus on that positional side of it especially out of possession because it's it's um, not tight enough yeah yeah should I be a bit abstract Ben <laughs> yeah it's, it's that time it's no, that, this it, I'm not going to pick up on on our main subject but you know as the conversations evolved mm. it, I get this sense of frustration from you that you're working on these things like the frustra- uh, the communication um, positional play Week after week, yeah, and you're not seeing a benefit from it. Yeah, the positional play is probably not so much. We haven't had a chance to work on stuff, so that's my uh-huh. fault as well. But and you can do it with like eight or nine players, but you really need a bigger. You need more players there because of the formation we play. Yeah, the amount of players you need yeah. to have a good quota of players to to do those sort of things. So we've not done, but yeah, the communication is a big thing, and that's probably the biggest thing I try and focus on every week because it isn't that great. Yeah, yeah. If anybody's got any ideas about what they can do or what they do do to improve the communication, because I try little, I try certain things, um, and they seem to work. But then it's almost like when we go on a match day, they just, and it's odd because they, you know, they faff about and mess around like a bunch of mates would. So you, and you'd think, you know, you're playing with your mates that you'd have that. You know, you're not afraid to shout for that. I don't. I don't understand it really. It's kind of like almost like they get wrapped up in their own game, and they forget about calling for the ball and mm-hmm. saying man on and encouraging and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I genuinely am interested in. And I remember asking my level one coach about this when I was doing my level one because I said we have got a quiet team, um, and he gave me a few pointers. And I've tried those, and they, they do seem to work in training. But it's just if anyone's got any ideas or what what they do do for come across it let us know that'd be really um really useful to, and interesting to find out i don't know what what are the girls like are they any good at that sort of stuff not really okay. <laughs> again not a sweeping generalization of of uh you know all girls I, i'm sure there are girls teams that are but but we're not great at you know shouting for the ball again they, they are better now you know, and, and it's just a case of keep trying to encourage him to, to yeah, do that. Yeah. But what I was going to say in, in terms of being abstract and, and this, this isn't an original one from, uh, from myself. I'd heard this, this analogy used before, but it's like the story of the Chinese bamboo tree. 
Oh, I like it already. I yep. like it already. <laughs> so I am getting this from mattmorris.com. Now, cool. I'd, I'd remembered someone talking about coaching and this, but I did have to do a quick Google just to remind myself um, of exactly what it was. But I'm just going to read uh, read it out straight from the this blog entry. So the story of the Chinese bamboo tree. Like any plant, growth of the Chinese bamboo tree requires nurturing, water, fertile soil, sunshine. In its first year, we see no visible signs of activity. In the second year, again, no growth above the soil. The third and fourth year, still nothing. And our patience is tested and we begin to wonder if all our efforts will be rewarded. (laughs) Finally, in the fifth year, behold a miracle. We experience the growth. And what the growth is, the Chinese bamboo tree grows 80 feet in six weeks. Right. Do you like that? I do. That's good, are, are you trying to join it up with <laughs> coaching? So, so I, I kind of see where you're going with it. Yeah. So, so it's frustrating. It's banging your head against a brick wall. The message just does not appear to be going in. I think it is, but you're just not going to see a linear relationship between all of the messages you're sending out and how well they're received so Mm. you know i think a lot of it is it's about perseverance and the message will go in it's just it's not going to be straight away and i think it it requires a superhuman level of patience you know and we've all got finite patience haven't we you know at the end of the day we're all human um but i keep i'd heard this a, a while ago and and i keep reminding myself of it I think it, it is a good one because it's so easy to just get frustrated. It's like, for God's sake, we discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> and like you say, especially if you're doing it in training, you're doing all the all those good habit things in training, and then on match day, all goes out the window and it just degenerates into a into chaos. Yeah, well, the, the good news is our next game is against the team two divisions above us who beat the team we lost to t- today, 4-2. So uh, it's going to be... <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be playing a, I'll be playing an 8 naught one formation or something. 7 <laughs> seven, seven naught one I don't know. Yeah, it's well, going to be... Uh, I kind of enjoy those games, and we've not disgraced ourselves, really, playing these tire teams. Oh, we didn't disgrace ourselves today. It's just one of those, you know, everything that could go wrong kind of did. But... Um, so, so can I can I suggest? And and I know you were sort of being sarcastic there that that said it's a good thing. Mm. I'm going to look at it that it is the good thing because no, I, do. I genuinely mean it. I'm kind of I'd rather do that than play. You know, I don't know, but yeah, it'll be it'll be a really good challenge for us, and it'll be interesting to see if we can really learn from what happened today. Yeah, uh, I suspect, like you said, I'm not going to see a marked improvement because I, I just think it's impossible. Um. But, yeah, we'll see. Small steps. Well, we all want our teams to be great at everything, don't we? Yeah. But you've said many times on this podcast, you're a possession coach. You like your yeah, players to work with the with the ball, and that's mostly you want them passing, you know, moving into space. A lot of the emphasis is on working with the ball. Mm-hmm. Maybe for for this week, and again, it goes against my old Chinese bamboo parable there. But (laughs) maybe for this week for the coaching, just focus on the out of possession stuff. Yeah, and think about okay, so how can we set up, set ourselves up just to be difficult to beat and hit 
hit teams on the counter and then take it into that game. And if you, if you, you know, so in theory got done six, three today, you might get done by the same score or more by this team who's, who's a couple of divisions up. Yeah. But if you forget the score, if you just see an improvement, yeah, no, you're right, absolutely, and it's it's it's, it's like a free hit for us. It's not a game that yeah we'll be expected to win. So we'll be just looking for how yeah certain players and how we play. Have we have we shown more than we showed today? And if we do, great, that's that's good enough for me, and that shows that they're taking on board what we want to do. So yeah, we will we will be doing a lot of work on our position and our shape. Because um, it's just got to be better, and I think if it is better, we'll be because generally we 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 do defend reasonably well. I said to before the game, it was a kiss of death. I said to Stu, my assistant, I said, "Oh, good thing about us is we generally defend really well, and we're quite hard to beat." <laughs> <laughs> Commentators curse. Yeah, what did I say that for? Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'll get over it, and uh, we'll be we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I know, I know the. But you know, if it hadn't happened today, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have got anything out of it and I've got so much out of it that that really we need to really, really focus on and work on. Yeah. And we will we will do that. So um yeah, I'm not a training this Thursday, which is typical on my way, but um yeah, it'll be next week. We'll uh, we'll get some focus on that. So yeah. But how you know, that fifteen nil, for example, have you what were the girls like after that? Were they non were they devastated or not fussed or uh, I would I'd say pretty devastated, to be honest. Well, so, well, no, I mean, devastated is, is probably a, a little bit too strong a word. Um, I think I was. <laughs> well, understandably. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think the girls are, um, are, are, you know, are more on the scale of disappointed, you know. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like I said about that spiral, unfortunately, as you can send out the words all you want, you know, forget yeah. about the score, treat it as nil-nil for now, you know, just play the game as if it's nil-nil. They, they, they were almost losing interest on the pitch, you know, you could see. And so it's, it's not just, you know, once, once, the, uh, once the fourth and fifth goals go in, so yeah, it's, it's hard, pretty much. It? Yeah, it so really so hard. the next ten were were just you know us not really uh, not being involved in the game, mm. but you know so again it's just more a case of you know after the game it's like asking questions and you know if they, if they get a bit down it's like well but they are a really good team so mm. that's okay there's lots of good teams out there. And they'll play someone on some day, and they'll they'll get hammered by someone else, you know. So yeah. it's fine. So just the thing is, what what can we learn from today's game? You know, and usually it's a bit more about the out of possession stuff because mm. we didn't have the ball very much. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's the thing to work on. Be hard to beat first. Worry about yeah, you know. Yeah, don't normally focus on that, but I will. It's kind of like. That's the that's the hard, that's the next step for us is to learn that stuff. Yeah, and, and you're not you're not going to do it in one session. Um, no, no, no. You know, it's, it's something. It's that, it's that whole midfield conundrum. It's like the defenders are very good at keeping their shape and their line. That they are good at that. It's just that it's the midfielders knowing where to be at certain times, when to go, when to stay back, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, and they invariably err on the side of. Being a bit gung ho, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they all bomb forward. It gets to the keeper. The keeper does a quick goal kick, and all of a sudden we've got five players out of the game every time because they've all gone forward. Yeah, um, yeah. Just having that extra protection for one of them to say, and you know, we do work on one of them trying to sit there. And this is when this is what Elijah was doing because he was playing centre midfield, and he, he was sitting to the point he was playing as a fourth centre back. And I said, no, no. I said, that's not. I said, you should be a few yards further up the pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he's like, well, you told me to play. I said, yeah. I said, protect the back three, not be in the back three. <laughs> so it's just that it's just the zones on the pitch. You know, it's kind of like where they should be. Um, so it's um, sounds it's like an opportunity to get the old board out with the magnets on and stuff. Yeah, I do do that as well. And it's kind of again, that's it's hard because I try. I've tried. I'm trying everything. Um, but we will do more work. We haven't done enough work on it, you know, that we haven't. It's clear. But um we're still adapting and we'll get we'll get better. We'll get better. For that kind of Ungolo Kante role, I mean I for the seven aside game, I, I see that being absolutely pivotal. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. no no pun intended, but you know, usually if I play play one of the girls there, I'll say like, look, it's your job to stop the team getting to the defenders. Yeah. Don't let them get past you. And if they do get past you, right, okay, you need to you need to get back and, and try and just make yourself awkward, you know, get yourself in the way. And I don't know, maybe just have a think about that, about do you have one person playing that, that Kante type of role in front of the back four? Or, yeah. you know, do, kind do of you... Have, this is the, the, the thing as well, is that I've got, we've got one player who's not played all season because he's broken his toe and he he's he's quite a dynamic he's just probably close to a Kante dynamic type player we've got he's got an unbelievable engine on him mm-hmm. and he's probably the quickest player in the team he's lightning fast and he's a real nuisance you know if you're playing against him he's a nightmare and we've missed him massively and it, today was a sort of game where for the first time this season I, asked, I said to Stu I said we've really missed John today mm-hmm. massively because he just gives you that. He's quite physical. He's got great engine. Um, and he'll get up and down the pitch because he's so fit. Um, he's going to need a bit of, you know, nurturing back in because he's not played at all for three mm-hmm. months, basically. Um, so he should be back after half term. So he, sh- he may be able to play in our next game. And we have, we really have missed him. And um, that will be kind of his job. And you're right. It'll be right, John. Your job is to, yeah, if they've got everyone beyond the ball, you can go up. But your prime objective is to stop that ball get into our back three, and um, that's the kind of thing. And just just that zone, just getting them used to those zones and saying, right, this is your zone, if you like, and you should be patrolling this part of the pitch, and you know, just not not getting carried away with going too far the other way. So it's all it's all adapting, and um, we've generally done all right with it. But yeah, today was just I think when you play that, it's just like anyone, is it? It's like if I don't know if Wrexham played, I don't know, Aston Villa, two or three mm-hmm. divisions apart, you'd see that golfing class. You just yeah. would. Because, and, and that's the same with this team we play today. You know, they're, um, they're a good setup, they're a good team, and um, they gave us a bit of a lesson. But, you know, there were positives as well. So um, that's my mum ringing me. <laughs> <laughs> bit of Morrissey. Well, I love it. Hold on. Right, Mum, I'm just recording my podcast. I'll phone you after, yeah? Hello, Mrs. Rogers. Hello? <laughs> Mum? Oh, she's gone. 
<laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> yeah, leave it in. That's yes, it's bit of Smiths there. Sorry, mate. It's all right. <laughs> I, I tell you, she knows I do a podcast on Sunday night. <laughs> um, what are you saying, Carol? So I think the thing is, you talk about, you know, the two teams, uh, Aston Villa playing Wrexham. The big difference is every game now so that I watch, the teams are so well organized and drilled. Yeah, 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 you know, absolutely. You, you used to watch, you know, you'd get like on the on the weekend, you'd get the, the FA Cup games, wouldn't you? And you get the non-league sides playing and... and you know, a few of them are taking absolute pace in. Whereas you watch them now, and they the way they compress the pitch, and you know they'll have nine or ten men behind the ball, and you know really be good at parking the bus, but also having that outlet as well. So yeah. as soon as you get a foot on it, try and hit the front man. Can he hold it up, or you know get in behind the defence? They 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 must practice and practice and practice doing that. Yeah. So. I think that's the difference at the at the elite level. You know, um, I, I think it's all about the tactics there. I think the game's more tactical generally, though, isn't it? If you think back yeah. to when we first started watching football, I'm not saying it wasn't tactical, but maybe there's a lot of vogue words used now, like, you know, pressing and, you know, all this sort of stuff. But I think it's always been there. But now it just seems that they're all athletes now, aren't they? So they're, they're just yeah. fitter. They can, get, they can get around the pitch quicker. They've got that pace to, in transition to get back quicker and be get back in shape and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, totally, totally right. Um, you only get, and even at this level, you're only going to get that by working with the players and and putting practices together that are going to help them understand that. So, yeah, that's my cha- that's my challenge, and you know all about that as well. So, yeah. So I think you know, not not saying you should uh, go full on Mourinho. Uh, you know in your in your training program for the next six weeks or whatever but it would be really interesting if you just put some uh focus on the outer possession stuff especially with yeah. this top team coming in you know and just seeing can you can you just work on that for a bit and, and yeah. will that have you know will it stop one goal in 10 <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, this has turned this has turned into like a counselling session for my defeat today. So yeah. apologies for that. It was supposed to be picking the players up. But in terms of picking the players up, what have you done for that? Because obviously you've taken a few hammerings. Have you had to do anything? Have they just come back to the next training session and been all it's almost like they've forgotten it? I think kids that age tend to, don't they? I don't think they come Yeah, I going, th- Oh my god, we got hammered last week. I'm not looking forward to the game. They don't care as much as we do, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Sounds right. it, it, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? I'm sure at some level they care, but, um, you know, because like I say, in that moment, you know, and right after the game, they're pretty down about it. But yeah. then the game's gone pretty much. So yeah. I think for me, it's more about that, you know, that immediate time sort of after the match, asking the questions, but again, trying to trying to talk about the positives, trying to just say about, oh, actually, you know, this particular thing happened. Usually it's That's really, the, goal, the goalkeeper really had a stormer, so it could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I'm being silly there. But, you know, genuinely trying to, talk about the positive things and because uh, you know yourself don't you again when you're in that negative space you forget all the positive stuff as well so yeah. you know just 
going out of your way to to reinforce the positive things that you did see on the pitch. And you know, I did do that to them. To be fair, I did do that because I think that's really important because you could see they were a bit shell shocked. But it's kind yeah, of, you don't want them to be on a complete and utter downer. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was good stuff. So yeah, we'll see. But and again, you know, it's one of those that you know, if we practice hard and work hard we can get to their level. So that's what you're aiming for. So, you know, again, you know, to try and just calibrate that mindset to actually focus on something positive and focus on, you know, aspiring to something rather than just, oh God, we got tonked (laughs) and it was rubbish. And, you know, again, uh, the other thing that, that struck me, uh, just to have a little tangent, you know, the, what is it? Uh, the Guardiola thing on Amazon Prime. Was it all or nothing? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- there was an episode where Fabian Delph is going on and he's like, it's just the basics. <laughs> just the basics of football. That's all we have to do. And, and this is Man City that he's, you know, he's having a rant about. So, yeah. you know, I think when you have a bad game, even at that level, you know, some of the basic things just, kind of go out the window don't they so i don't absolutely i don't think we should uh we should be too down on them no 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 not at all they're they're a good bunch i just wish they'd be a bit louder okay so ben say hello to your mum for me uh when you do speak to her you can leave that you can leave the bit when she phoned (laughs) (laughs) um okay so i'll put that in Sorry, what was that? Special guest appearance. I'll just put a special guest appearance by my mum in the promo <laughs> yeah. for it. So, um, so do you want to do you want to wrap up then? Your your thoughts on picking the team up? Yeah. So, uh, I think important. Don't just focus on the negative. Focus on the positive. There were some positives, and I've just beaten myself up a bit about it all. But you know, they're a good bunch. We know what to work on. We've learned from today, or I've learned especially the areas we need to focus on, and we will do that. Um, but there was good stuff as well. So focus on the positives. Don't just focus on the negatives, which I've tried to do. And the individual individual challenges will be really important now as well. And just like you said, use that as a springboard for the players to say, "Look, guys, you can get to this point with a bit of hard work, a bit of organisation, good attitude, etc." There's no reason we can't get up there. So um, yeah, take it on the chin, move on, and good vibes. Cool, cool. Okay then. So, in terms of plugs, so the one I'll <laughs> plug today is the Comics in Motion podcast. So, if you want to listen to uh, movies and TV that's based on comic books, Chris, my co-host, and myself will go through and and review those. So, a bit different to this podcast, but uh, we have a lot of fun making that one. So, Ben, if someone wants to get in touch with us, how would they get in touch with us? They would. They can go via Twitter uh, our Twitter page is at grootscoachcast or if you want to drop us an email our email address is grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com so yeah any thoughts on picking players up especially and uh, any tips on communication all gratefully received excellent and I would say again so if you could head over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast catcher of choice and drop us a five-star review and that just helps us to grow the show and get out to more listeners. That would be absolutely lovely. Okay, Ben, another emotional one. Very emotional one, actually, this week. So. As always, I'm going to go and weep into my pillow. 
All right, great stuff. Same time again next week. Absolutely. Cheers, mate. Sounds good. See you now. Cheers, all. Bye.